Dear Diary, it's been a while since we caught up. Been long since I interacted with my thoughts freely and expressed them. I have not much to report home about, but that this past month has been busy so far. It's two weeks, actually three, I think, since I did my podcast. And now doing this podcast kind of version of a spoken journal feels very weird. It's interesting how when momentum is lost, the process is so disoriented. Everything feels rearranged and getting back feels removed from you. Foreign, actually, unlike yourself. It feels strange, for lack of a better word. I'll be honest and say that the last two to three weeks became difficult because of the cancellation of a trip. That's how it all began, actually. The false announcement of the reopening of schools must have been the reason as to why I jumped into a frenzy of reorganizing my thoughts and trying to reorder my brain and reconfigure back to book mode. The trip was going to be a way of connecting with myself in a new way and I guess it warped my mind when I decided not to go. But before that, going back to the past just a bit, I've been taking care of myself, a bit more than usual actually, you know, taking care of my mind and recently decided to take care of my body. Not in the crazy way that people may think actually, I just went for a regular mani-pedi, but a full one actually this time. Not those, you know, random ones. No, I went and had the whole thing done. It felt very refreshing to have my nails done, to have my legs done. You know, even the little things that I take for granted, like this little privilege, you know, I was very happy about it. This day actually made me feel mature. Funny enough, not for the reasons that many may think, which is, you know, taking yourself for a money pedi. That's not it, actually. It's very unlikely. Hi guys and welcome back to the With Me Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in yet again. If you're new to this space, Karibu Sala. And, you know, just make yourself comfortable. And, yeah, be happy, I guess. (laughs) Thank you so much for those of you who have been listening to this podcast regularly and even giving me feedback and telling me, you know, where have you been and we need a new episode every Wednesday. And I'm really sorry that I disappeared, but I'm going to be you know, discussing that shortly and, you know, trying to understand why that happened. But before I do so, I hope you guys are really, really okay and keeping safe and happy and all that jazz, right? For those of you who are new here, my name is Zumbura and I do podcasts every other week. You can find my podcast on different platforms and you can subscribe as well if you want to and if you can and you can comment if possible from whichever device you're using. The past few weeks have been interesting. October has been a very interesting month. I don't even feel like it has moved as quickly as the other months that have passed before it, um, that have gone before it. <laughs> like obviously there were months before it, but anyway. It feels like I've kind of waltzed through October. It felt a bit slow. It's a very weird feeling, actually, because, you know, the other months felt so fast. You know, July just went like that, and June, and and August. But for 
October, I feel like it has been very chill and very relaxed. But at the same time, that's just because I think I've had so much to do that time feels like it's slowing down. And it's a bit of an irony. You know, when you have so much to do, it feels like time is moving quickly so that you're not finishing your tasks. But for me, it has been the opposite. Like, I've been feeling so like so sluggish in the sense of the days and then I've been feeling overwhelmed with my work and I feel like that's one of the reasons as to why I kind of took a hiatus from my own podcast which is one of the things that I really enjoy doing and I have been enjoying doing it for the past is it two months now yeah for the past uh two months almost that I've been doing this it has been amazing and I've been feeling you know like at least I have a space to come and talk to actually it's three months yeah and I feel like you know I had gotten into a sort of rhythm a sort of momentum a sort of way in which I was working with uh within the podcast space and you know starting to gain a bit of confidence in it and trying to see whether my content really makes sense even to myself then I took a break and maybe not a break that would be called a break because I didn't even announce it and it's unfortunate that I did not. But I'll just say that I kind of needed it without even knowing that I did because it has been a very good time for me to connect with the past um, love that I had, to connect with myself in a different way, to connect with people around me as well. And it's interesting how we take these things for granted when when you're given time to reorganize yourself and reorganize your mind and your brain that's how I kind of felt when this time has passed by and you know I'm telling myself trying to push myself to go and record and it's not happening I feel like I'm letting myself down I'm letting people down or at least the few who care enough (laughs) you know in life sometimes you just need that small break and with me consistency is so important because I know that without consistency most of the time there's no growth and especially when you're not a brand or something like you're not somebody already there and even if you are someone who's already there for you to get there wherever there is took a level of commitment and consistency or even a scandal it doesn't really matter (laughs) but i i have actually been struggling with the idea of today i've not posted uh so what should i do should i post just anything so that I can feel I've posted? Or should I wait until, you know, the day that I feel good enough and ready enough to speak and to hold my, you know, my microphone up and to talk to people the way, you know, I would like to be talked to when I listen to a podcast. And that's why, you know, today is the best day for me. It's actually Wednesday night. It's actually 20 past 11 p.m. It's very late in the night. I just take my bath you know, brushed my teeth, ready for bed and everything. And this is when my inspiration to do this has come. And I'm pretty excited about it. You know, it might feel a bit all over the place if you're listening to this and maybe you're wondering, you know, why is she telling us her life story or anything? But I'm just trying to say that sometimes you can plan so much about something and you can be having a goal that is so focused, but things happen in life and you know, you kind of get a bit derailed. And I think that's what happened. But I didn't, maybe I didn't get off the bandwagon. You know, I just got a bit derailed. And we took like a, a, a little panya route, as we call them here, like a little shortcut or, or a long road. And now I'm back on track, yeah? So what happened is I had a, I'd been planning something, like a small trip, um, a mission to go to. And then schools were being reopened. So I had to 
you know, cancel that, thinking that that was the time that I'd be opening school. But turns out it was a bit of a underestimation. It was an overestimation of time, but we're opening schools a few weeks later. And so I had to cancel the trip. You know, initially I'd actually planned on, you know, recording episodes so that when I'm away, I can have, you know, something play for you guys. When I canceled, I actually felt, instead of feeling less weight on my, you know, schedule, I felt less relaxed, right? I felt like I had more weights on me. I felt like now I had to, you know, have everything in order, schoolwork in order. I need to have any plans that I had made initially because we had you know overestimated the time that we'd be going back to school physically so i felt now that i had to do i had to do everything that i had planned to do you know between so and so time and i think that's what derailed me completely or yeah just derailed me in general and what i realized about myself is as much as there's a lot of disorientation and you know now that's a time when you should plan and put everything in order for me and I don't know about you guys and how you know your minds work or how you plan things but for me when things seem too much instead of having them and compartmentalizing them and you know having them in a specific way that is functional or working like between this time and this time I'll be doing this and this I kind of go into meltdown mode and I can't really do much. So that's exactly what happened. I also, as I was saying, I had to restart something that I really loved doing. And it wasn't even because of the timelines changing. It's just because the inspiration came at that time. And now starting it and realizing that I have to also catch up on some schoolwork. I need to catch up on, you know, my podcast. I need to catch up on some life things. All that just came crashing down on me and... That's how I ended up not continuing the podcast. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm oversharing, like right now. But I'm just trying to say that sometimes things happen and they're beyond your control. And it looks like a you issue. You know, this looks like a me issue. Like I'm the problem and I can't really get myself in order. And I can't get my things in order. And I'm sure someone is shaking their head like, yeah, yeah, it's it's a you issue. Like you're the one who doesn't know how to plan yourself. But I personally feel might happen to everyone at their own time where you're just overwhelmed by things and you end up just getting paralyzed and you don't end up doing anything and I feel like you know that's what happened to me I thought I had everything in order you know I I thought you know I would would go for the trip come back do this and that and blah 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 turns out that was the beginning of 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 the whole breakdown you know the the whole cancellation of it starting of new things restarting of some things you know the whole thing about going back to school then having the podcast and wanting to record and have it working out for me and trying to see how it will fit into my normal schedule in school you know all that just came crashing down on me and I ended up not doing much and I feel like disorientation or just derailment as they call it is so real in everybody's life and I don't know how you guys deal with such things you know when things feel so much do you Do you now get on your toes? During this whole time that you've been at home, I've been casually strolling or walking or even crawling. And then suddenly we're now back to running mode. That's how life has been throughout our lives. Like when everything is normal, it's been like jogging mode or running mode. And now suddenly we're back to that mode, but from a point of being like an infant. And suddenly you're being told to be a teenager and run. 
So that's what happened. And I'm really sorry if any of you have been wondering where has the with me been. But for those of you who didn't even know I disappeared, I'm back either way. And thank you for at least tuning in and listening to this podcast. So for updates upon myself or about myself, first of all, I didn't even find out what my skin allergy is. I think it just kind of disappeared. I went back into taking milk and I was like, you know what, whatever, I'm just going to live my best life (laughs) and see what will happen. Although now I'm having it in a bit of moderation in terms of at least cereals and all that kind of stuff. I may have it, but not every single day. And... You know, just having like maybe one cup of tea where this milk involved. So it's basically like just trying to behave and to become a normal person in terms of the milk consumption. But I also had a bit of a thought in my head that I'm actually allergic to ginger, which is even weirder than having an allergy to milk. Because remember, I have an allergy to rosemary. So now having an allergy to ginger is just pretty weird. I also started using Aremis. For those of you who are Kenyan, you know exactly what it is. It's a type of petroleum jelly. Uh, So my skin was becoming a bit too much. And I know petroleum jelly is not the best for your face. All these things that I normally say here, I'm not a professional. For example, in the Skincare With Me episode. So on research and all these things, I know petroleum is not the best for your skin because it creates a layer and blah, blah, blah. But what I realized about my skin personally is it works very well with things that are more natural or less less chemicals in them. It's just like using, you know, bar soap in 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 the bathroom, which I don't use anymore. I, I left that story. <laughs> but it's like using, you know, something with less fragrance as compared to those with more fragrance. And that's what you're advised to do, to use the less fragrance ones. And that's why I ended up using Aremis, which is, um oh gosh, I think I'll be embarrassing myself, but for those of you guys who are not, you know, from Kenya or do not know it, it's a milking jelly. Actually, it's for, you know, milking cows. The ingredients are just petrolatum and colors. And if any of you knows anything about skin, please write for me if you can on the comment section why I shouldn't be using Aremis. But I'm using it right now uh, for my face because of how it does not react with me it's very very mild on me and i like it and i used it in high school for a while so it never ever gave me issues and uh, i think i won't stop for a while i won't stop for a while but if any of you has a reason as to why i shouldn't use it your comments are very welcome and your reasons as to why i shouldn't use it are very welcome or any even form of you know petroleum jelly and anything that you'd prefer for me to use on my face. The other thing I realized the other day is that my wisdom teeth are actually coming out. For me, I find it a bit strange. Uh, I haven't seen anyone in my family actually grow their wisdom teeth out, at least those who are older than me, but turns out they actually have. And I don't know, it's like they're peeping out and then going back in, then peeping out, then going back in. The one thing I know about, you know, wisdom teeth is actually a friend of mine in our first year of uni she was telling me how, you know, her wisdom teeth were growing and it was really painful and she'd get headaches. And so I'm kind of having a phobia on getting my wisdom teeth out because will I get headaches? You know, will I get all that pain? I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of scared. And I can kind of feel that discomfort that comes with wisdom teeth growing. Actually, I hear that wisdom teeth can take years as compared to a child whose teeth may take a couple of months i know that my threshold for pain is not the highest and so i'm not really sure about the pain part but i'm kind of feeling them you know popping out here and there and 
then going and then coming back. Yeah, that's happening. I also happened, actually, guys, to attend um, a wedding. And I felt so overdressed. Of course, we were doing the weddings with the social distancing, the masks and all these things. But it was pretty awkward. Is it better to be overdressed or to be underdressed or to be normal? Like, is there a normal dressing code to these things? Because I can honestly tell you, I went there and I felt so overdressed and I felt quite uncomfortable. I think they kind of hold the same weight because I've gone to places and I felt, whoa, I should have, you know, styled up for this one. But for this one, I felt overdressed because of the idea I had of the event before we got there. And then I get there and it's like a very low-key, chilled um, situation and people are just, you know, just hanging out. And I'm like, oh my word, I wore for, you know, like the party of the princess. I don't know. No, I'm joking. I, I didn't do that, but, <laughs> or at least in my head I did. You know, I have a very <laughs> interesting perception. But anyway, yeah, so we went for a wedding and there's one thing I realized a lot, I see a lot in a lot of the weddings here, is the disrespect to the MC or to the people who are talking. I don't know why we have a tendency of making noise when the MC is talking. I can't even imagine that I am at the front or I'm at the stage or at least at a specific kind of spotlight. And people are actually, you know, just chatting out and about and they can't really hear me. I feel like I would feel so belittled and unhappy about that. I feel like we need to style up in how we attend weddings and even seminars. I feel like even in seminars, people are more organized because it's like a professional thing. I don't know. But for weddings, events, even concerts and, you know, gigs I've gone to, you know, when the guy is talking, unless he's like pretty loud or she or has a, a, a really nice microphone, which will... um mute everyone else up or it's very funny or you know just some sort of way that they are very exciting people won't be listening and it's so unfortunate because this guy <laughs> it's i think it feels really bad so i think we need to style up i don't know about you guys but if you have been to these weddings and stuff i'm sure in one or two or in most if not all i've observed people just over talking and even in their prayers and stuff, people are still talking and stuff. And maybe sometimes I have been the culprit. I won't put myself out of this one. But I think we need to become more sensitive to these guys who are on stage and trying to, you know, just keep the party going or the whole thing working. The other update I have for you guys is that my insomnia is... It's kind of tricky. I think it's not insomnia. And I was talking to someone in the medical field and they were telling me it might not be insomnia. It might just be that I don't have a regular sleeping schedule because I remember when, when I started losing sleep in the night, it was maybe it was insomnia at that time and I could have been considered an insomniac. But Right now, it feels like my days have shifted, like my sleep cycle has changed and I'm more active in the wee hours of the night and less active until around noon. So I don't know how that works, but it's a very interesting topic and I'd like to have that with someone who knows more about it. For me, especially on sleep and just maybe any other kind of issues that we may be facing that may be mental. 
um, with someone who knows about them and someone who has some experience in treating them or something of the sort. And if you're interested in that, you could comment, right? So yeah, I found out that I don't have insomnia really. It's just a change of sleep cycle and maybe I should just try and have like regular times of sleep. So if it's 10 p.m., it's 10 p.m. each and every day. Have no phones before you go to sleep. You know, don't have a lot of food or fluids. I think it's called clean clean sleeping. I don't know what it's called. Like the whole thing about, you know, just having a nice scheduled rhythm before you go to bed. So that's what I found out, that it might not be insomnia. And if you guys, any of you is thinking that it's insomnia, and before you self-diagnose, consider visiting a doctor or a professional in that field who will advise you accordingly. So before I actually end this podcast, because I wanted to keep it short, and I just wanted to update you guys and tell you guys that I'm back, I'm back, and I'm here, and I'm fresher than ever. You know, I'm just doing my thing. (laughs) Oh, that feels so weird. But before, yeah, I leave you guys and bid you farewell and, you know, all that good stuff. I thought I'd talk to you guys about relevance and something small I learned about it. I won't be taking a deep dive, but I'll just be sharing what it means to the person who was talking about it and why it made so much sense to me right so relevance is in layman's terms being talkworthy you know being someone who people still look up to someone or something that is still being considered worthy of praise or any form of adoration or talk so in the dictionary because you know the the one i've given you guys is quite shallow relevant relevant means not out of date it means current so if you are relevant it it basically means that you are currently being spoken of or you know your stories have not run out it's like being a glass of wine you know where you're not aging out of topic and you are being revolved around and so i was looking at relevance in the sense that you know how we have all these devices and all these things that we use and how we are all seeking some sort of relevance in some way, something that is relevant to us or trying to remain relevant to others, right? And how I actually came across this whole thing about relevance was, of course, it was a random thought in my head. So I go onto the interwebs and I search on TED Talks, right? So I have this, there was this TED Talk by this lady and she was talking about relevance. She was saying how, you know, she works at a museum and the museum was basically running out of business. And what what happened is they had to make a way in which business had to return into the place or otherwise it would be shut down. So what she suggested as a new worker and as a new operations person was that they begin to bring a few things that are not typical of a museum, things that are new to the people. And, you know, the beauty of museums and all these things is it attracts both locals and people from outside. And so her aim was not only to attract the locals, but to attract those people from outside. And what she did was begin with the outside in. So she started with the people from outside and the people from inside began to notice. What I took from this was how relevance is sustained and how relevance is important. So what she was saying is relevance is to the people who are trying to buy a product or trying to get something from someone else, two things. She looked at it in the sense that relevance is measured by one, how much value is being added to somebody. Is this thing that you're saying to them, adding value to them, 
or not. And then the second thing that she talked about when it came to relevance is how much effort do I have to take in order to access this thing or this person. So if you want to remain relevant, basically, you need to look at how much value you're adding into someone else's life. Is there value addition? Is there any sense of importance that you're adding and something that is cherishable, something that is exciting and something that will help this person or these people in future. That's what relevance entails. And then how much work do I have to get to be done for for me to become relevant or for someone else to become relevant or for what I'm going for to become relevant? How much effort am I putting in? Because sometimes you feel like you're putting so much effort into something that might not have so much need for that effort. So the issue of relevance is value versus effort. It's how how much effort do I have to put in this thing and how much value is it adding into my life? And I personally found that quite interesting. If you are interested in it, you can go to YouTube and you can just type the word relevance and the TED Talk will come by a lady. I can't really remember the name. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) But yeah, that was a pretty interesting conversation that she was giving. And I thought I'd share that with you guys. So I I happened to write something down. And before I close, actually, this is the last thing I promise. I promise. (laughs) I'm actually feeling a bit weird, you know, just starting the whole, you know, podcasting thing again. The problem with these things that are not very conversational, I'm just staring at a wall, is it feels kind of strange. Uh, after a long time it should feel very normal and natural but I feel like I'm doing something so out of the blue yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty strange but anyway I wrote someone will be offended for what you say it doesn't have to be revolutionary or some sort of mind-blowing reality check people just like to be right and when they feel attacked that's it so offending people is something that you'll do whether you like it or not and you know, it's it's one thing to offend people because you speak the truth and then there's you can have the option of just keeping quiet and shying away from what you believe in. It's better to offend people and maybe sit it out and have a conversation and try and reason out together on an issue that you're disagreeing on than to keep it to yourself and never really find out how people's brains work or how, you know, they think. Stand for, you know, what... You believe in. If you believe in something, it's okay. Speak about it. And then if someone comes and challenges you, now you can sit down and reason together because I also feel like we are adults. You know, we, nobody has time for this whole um, trying to be, you know, all crazy and stuff. I personally think we can reason. And if someone can't reason, there, there must be some sort of issue. Honestly, I'm, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but that's kind of my stand. <laughs> yeah, so guys, uh, I did that intro and I hope you guys liked it. If you want to find out about the story that I was talking about and feeling like an adult or feeling mature, um, I'll talk about that next week on the With Me podcast. Catch you here next week, guys. And thank you so much for listening. If you have reached this far, you are so amazing. Thank you for waiting for me to come back and to do this again. I'm really glad to be back and I'm really excited for, you know, just for everything and have an amazing morning lunch evening whatever time it is wherever you are and have a nice nice day so that's it for today thanks for coming this far for more fun and unique topics tune in next week on the with me podcast with moi (laughs) bye